Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wyke Fitness Podcast Show. I'm your host, Matt Wyke. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank everybody who's been going over to my social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, Wyke Fitness are the handles for all of them. So head over to any of those, like, you know, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Uh, but people are appreciating what I'm putting up. I, just a whole bunch of different stuff. All the articles that I've been posting that are getting published, I put up on my social media. Um, I've been also including some food, some some healthy recipe type stuff. Uh, yesterday, I actually made, and, and I put it up on Instagram, it's a roasted buffalo cauliflower. And, and at first, I was kind of like, uh, okay, I like buffalo sauce, and... I like cauliflower, but I usually like cauliflower raw, not like cooked or, or baked or anything like that. But I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going to give it a shot. So I got a, a head of cauliflower at the grocery store. I had buffalo sauce at home because my wife loves making buffalo chicken dip, which if you've never had buffalo chicken dip, it's not the healthiest <laughs> by, by any stretch of the imagination. But oh my gosh, is it good. Uh, anyways, back on track. So... Literally, all you end up doing is you you take the head of cauliflower, obviously you wash it, but then you cut it up into like little florets and, and you know, just break it apart to the little pieces. You take a quarter cup of the buffalo sauce. And what I did was I took all the cauliflower, I put it in a gigantic bowl, and then I took a quarter of, uh, a quarter cup of the buffalo sauce and I just poured it over and then I mixed it all together. And then literally all you do is you put it on a baking sheet set the oven to 350, let it preheat. Once it reaches temp, throw it in for 20 to 25 minutes. Like stir it once in between there, like at the halfway point. So, you know, 10 minutes or so, stir it up. Uh, you know, make sure it, it, it cooks even on all sides. Get it out, let it cool, or you can actually just get it out and eat it right away. I'll tell you what, holy cow, this is amazing. If you like things that are, you know, a little spicy, but you want a snack food that's still healthy, I would highly recommend this. I don't have the nutritionals right here. Um, but I mean, I'm sure if you just Google roasted buffalo cauliflower, you'll probably have a million different recipes that are out there. I grabbed one of them to try. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I apologize. I don't have the nutritionals, but it's it was amazing. I made uh, an entire head of cauliflower, so I have some left over, but I was picking at it last night uh, as a snack. So, oh man, it's it's perfect. So if you want a cool looking snack uh, that's healthy, definitely try the roasted buffalo cauliflower. I, I Two thumbs up. I loved it. My wife isn't a uh, cauliflower fan and she even liked it. So two thumbs up from both of us. Uh, but today I want to talk about something that it's it's honestly getting on my nerves. And, and it's because I'm part of the industry and that is just the, the shady side of the fitness and supplement industry. And and I'm going to touch on both. So I'm not sure how long this podcast is going to last. If you're doing it while you're doing cardio, you're in luck because you'll probably be able to do your whole session of cardio uh, in, in the amount of time. But let's let's start off by talking about supplements. For, for the last decade, I've been in the supplement industry. Some of you know uh, my background. I started at Metrax. I was a regional manager. I covered uh, the Mid-Atlantic Territory. So I covered from Ohio all the way over to New Jersey and from New Jersey 
all the way down to South Carolina. So I had a, a huge territory. I was always on the road. But while I was working with Metrex, you know, obviously I had to keep my finger on, on the pulse of everything that was going on in the industry. So new products that were being launched, new companies that were coming out, my competition, uh, who's going in what spaces and what markets, uh, and then everything that has to do with the business side of things. And then, you know, towards the end of, of my career with Metrex, I was given the team sports division and, and to bring that back to life. So at that point, I covered the entire United States. I worked with junior highs, high schools, colleges, and professional teams and athletes, getting them NCAA-compliant products. And so there were, you know, regulations and, and impermissible and permissible ingredients. So, you know, you had to have a set product line dedicated just for that, which it just so happened that we had. Uh, and, and being that I'm not only a strength coach, but a sports nutritionist, they were like, Matt will probably be the best guy for this role. Let's just give him the entire division and, and let him, you know, do what he does best. And I was extremely successful year over year. It was 70 plus percent growth. Uh, so things were great. And then, you know, ultimately February of 2016 hit and, and I parted ways with Metrax and created my own company, obviously being Wyke Fitness. So during my, my time at Metrax, I saw so much stuff that was going on. And if you follow the industry, you know, some of the shady stuff that's going on right now with some of the companies, companies being raided, companies coming out with, with, uh, ingredients that, that are supposedly, you know, being banned and, and everything else that's going on. But, and it makes you think back in the day, uh, there was a company BSN. They came out with a, a creatine that didn't even exist. They didn't even have it in the product. But they were marketing that they had this, this new creatine that nobody else has. They marketed the heck out of it. They did a fantastic job. They made millions of dollars on it. Now, I don't have the exact figure, but let's just say they made $3 million on it. And then when they found out that they were being sued, let's say that they, they settled at $1.5 million. So that 1.5 million gets distributed to, to you know anybody who purchased the product, who had a receipt, yada yada yada. Follow the you know the guidelines of, of the class action, whatever. So again, so let's say they made three million. They get sued for 1.5. Cool, you just profited 1.5. You get what I'm saying? So companies can be shady, just extremely shady. But as long as they're making money. They're going to keep doing it. They don't care if they're going to get sued. Think about it. If if I could come out with a product that just doesn't exist, let's just say it's fairy dust in a bottle, and I sell $10 million, but I get sued for five, cool, I just made $5 million. I'm going to go rip, rip people off some more. But here's the thing that I don't understand, and this is the thing that that really, I look at you guys, the the end consumer, and I say, what what are you thinking? So let's go back to BSN. So they got sued for this creatine and, and it's out there. You can Google it. Uh, you know, I'm not saying anything that's confidential, you know, information or anything like that. It's out there. You can find the lawsuit. You can follow along. You can see, you know, all of that stuff. And, and I would have thought, you know, and, and, and again, I work for Metrex. I'm biased. You know, I thought my products were better than everybody else. We were doing everything by the books and how unfair was it that you have a company who's selling a product that truly doesn't exist with this ingredient, making millions of dollars, get sued for a few million, but they still profit in the end. How the end consumer can look at that and say, oh, it's okay. 
I'll go back and purchase from company X, Y, or Z uh, because I think that, you know, it was just a mistake or they really didn't want to, you know, put out a product that is false. They, they couldn't be like that, right? But these companies are. And, you know, I, I'm not, I, I chose BSN because that's, that's to me at that point was the biggest red flag to me, but there are so many other brands that are out there. So don't, don't make it feel like, or seem like I'm, I'm picking on BSN. You know, they're, a, they're a huge company. They're a good company. You know, they've, they've made a lot of changes over the years and, and I wish them well. So don't don't think that I'm just picking on BSN. Trust me, there's there is a uh, a list longer than Santa's naughty list of supplement companies out there that are just straight up shysters. Um, so I won't get into that and and list them all. But going back to to my thought with the end consumer is there's no way that this company's ever going to survive this. You know these. These consumers, they're going to look at it and go, you screwed me, you robbed me, you cheated me, I feel, you know, deceived. I will never, ever, 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 ever trust your brand or spend money on your brand ever again. Man, was I wrong. BSN to this day is still one of the largest companies out there. They were, they were purchased by Glanbia, who also owns Optima Nutrition and ABB and, and a few others. It's a huge brand. It's selling nationwide and exploding. It, it, it literally makes me sit there and go, what is wrong with people? Like, honestly, in, in my head, in my thought process, I'm thinking these people should have literally just, you know, been like an ostrich and, and buried their head in the sand and just disappeared. But it, it didn't happen. The consumers came back. And I see it happening with all of these other supplement companies. They put out tainted products, yet the consumers still stick by them. I mean, the brand loyalty for some of these companies is is off the chain. It's insane. I mean, it's it's out of this world what's going on. And, and it's just mind-boggling to me that you have good companies that are doing things by the books that are so small in comparison to some of these other brands that it makes you wonder, will the good guys truly, you know, ever win? Now, look, I'm sure this goes on in several industries. It's not just the industry that I live in. You know, it's not just the supplement industry. But it it just makes you think like what do these brands and companies have to do to lose the trust and respect of the consumer? I mean, I look, they the FDA and government and you know, big pharma, they, they demonize and vilify the supplement industry because it's taking money away from them or, you know, they don't think that, you know, companies are doing things by the books. And look, you know, there's some companies that aren't just like we, like we spoke about, but it, it makes you wonder what's going on. 
I mean, if if you have big pharma overlooking the supplement industry thinking, okay, we got to get this band, that band, whatever, so that we can profit off of it, then is is that really the next step? Because then big pharma is just going to do the exact same thing. You know, they're trying to to weed out some of these small guys that that are trying to do things by the books or or some of the big guys who aren't and are dipping into quite frankly some of what should be you know not not over the counter but prescription drugs that some of these manufacturers are putting into their products so it, you know you look at some of these small supplement companies and you wonder are they ever going to be as large as everybody else? And and honestly, I don't think so. I don't think they have a snowball chance in hell of ever, you know, doing the dance with the big guys. Uh, you know, a lot of these startups will never be a size of a Optum Nutrition or a BSN or a Metrex or a EAS or, you know, whoever. It's it's just not gonna happen. So, you know, I, I just want people to think about that. And look at the supplements that you're using now. You know, uh, you can look at some of these brands that are, you know, quite frankly, they're they're selling reviews on sites. Bodybuilding.com uh, bodybuilding got caught for having companies paying people to give reviews of products. And, and you know, their athletes were, were giving reviews, which was against bodybuilding.com policy. So they thought they cleaned it up, right? So, you know, you go to, you go to bodybuilding.com and, and you don't see some of the, the athletes posting their reviews and stuff like that. And, you know, you think to yourself, oh, cool. You know, it, it, it's cleaned up. Now everything is legit. Well, then I get my hands on a contract from a supplement company that is basically saying, look, they're, they're onto us. And, and here's what's going on. So in order to get around this, we're going to have you pay for the product. And as soon as you get the verification email that it shipped, that means when you give a review, it'll show up verified that you're a verified buyer. So at that point, you can go on and give your review and we'll compensate you the money. Now, how shady is that? You know, when you have companies that are shilling and paying for uh, for reviews just to help their brand, that is terrible. And and again, it's it's not just our industry. I've heard other industries doing similar things that you know, quite frankly, are, are morally and ethically wrong. You know, it, it does not make it right that. Everyone is is pretty much doing it these days, and and that you know very few are playing by the books and, and and following the rules and stuff like that. But you know, I want you guys to think about that. Look at the brand that you're using. Have they ever been caught for you know cheating in any way? Were they spiking their products? Did they taint their products with an ingredient that was pulled from the market? Uh, were they ever sued for false marketing or false advertising? You know, look look at the brand and figure out if if you, in in your mind, in your heart, can trust that company and make your own decision. 
You know, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't or can't buy from from, you know, brand X, Y, or Z because they got caught or they got in a lawsuit or whatever the case may be. I, I'm not saying that. But I think everybody should take a step back, you know, quit reading all of the advertisements and the hype and and everything else, and take a good hard look at, at the brands that you're using today. And and if it's something that you can trust, is it is it hardcore? Is it more of a mass market type of brand? Is it, you know, an, an everyday health type of product? Is it a strict sport nutrition type of product? Is it strictly endurance, like you're an endurance athlete? Or are you a bodybuilder? So it's a, a hardcore, uh, you know, anabolic type of, of product. Like, take a look at what you're using and and do a little digging into that brand. Is it a brand that you can trust? Is it a brand that you want to invest your hard-earned money in? You know, I can't, I can't make that decision for you. I could literally go off on every single brand that I know that has done something in the industry that you probably wouldn't agree with. But honestly, I, my my battery would go dead. My mic would probably go dead three hours or, uh, you know, three years after I keep going on and on and on and on with all these names, everything would probably just break down and incinerate. Uh, I mean, this, this podcast would go on forever. Uh, I would lose my voice. Uh, it's it it's insane how many brands and companies are out there that that are doing shady things. But you know, kind of switching gears. Um, I mean, I talked to you guys about supplements in the past, and and I will mention one brand that that I've been working very closely with, and they've actually partnered up with us at Wake Fitness, and that's Best Bar Ever. I know I mention these guys usually at the end of of my uh, podcast, but these guys have legit bars and, and I came from Metrex and pure protein and balance bar. And, you know, I was extremely biased and thought that those bars were the best in the world. And, and when I was with Metrex, I learned of best bar ever. And, and I started buying their products, not religiously, but you know, when I wanted to change, I would go buy their bars. Uh, It was a little different. They were perishable. So I would have to go throw them in the fridge so it was different than a Metrex bar where I could take a big 100 uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, throw it in my car, and I could literally leave it there all year long and, and nothing would happen to it. Uh, these bars, if you leave them out for a few days, they are going to go bad. Um, you know, it's a real food type of bar. It's a bar that that I believe in, I, I personally use, I buy, my wife uses, and my wife hates everything supplement related. I, I couldn't bring a bar home from Metrex Pure Protein or Balance Bar that she enjoyed. She thought they all taste terrible. Uh, now, I literally have to hide my box of Best Bar Ever, and it's tough because I have to put it in the fridge. So if she digs long enough, she's bound to find it. Uh, so I kind of have to take a few out, hide them somewhere else in the fridge, and then put the box somewhere else so that she doesn't eat them all. But what I'm getting at is I love this brand. I know I talk about them on on the podcast. They partnered up with us uh, to get you guys 15% off. So if you are looking for a new bar, something that's uh, a real food bar, something different than anything that's on the market, give them a shot. If you head over to wikefitness.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, on the right-hand side, you're going to see a banner with the best bar ever. Above that, you're going to see for 15% off your first order, use the coupon code Wyke Fitness 15. Do that at checkout. It'll give you 15% off on your first order off of their website. 
Uh, I can't recommend them enough. I've been getting so many emails of, of people that are buying the bars. They tried the bars. They love the bars. And, you know, they're going to be a repeat buyer. And I love hearing that because I don't like pushing products that I don't believe in. And if any of any of you know me personally, you've met me, you, you know, you've spoken with me at some point or you sent me an email and what in my opinion, I am brutally honest uh, when I was at Metrex, I didn't believe in certain products that we were selling. One being size up, which was a mass gainer. I, I didn't believe in it. I didn't want to sell it. And, and, you know, corporate got so mad at me because every month I would have zero sales other than whoever was buying on, on bodybuilding.com at that time. Um, because I, I managed that account because I know the people from bodybuilding.com, but in my retailers, I would not sell it. I would tell people to go out and buy, our ultramyosin whey protein, and then put in, you know, natural peanut butter if they wanted to increase their fat, uh, or, you know, if they wanted to change their macros, say, for their carbohydrates, and, and you know, you could throw in a banana or some strawberries or some blueberries or whatever the case may be to change your macros. Like, that's, to me, that's, that's a weight gainer. That's a meal replacement. You know, when you can build your own to work around, you know, your daily intake, your, you know, specific individualized macros that you need for the day. I, I hate products that force you to to consume certain macronutrients and, and certain calorie counts just be just because that's what the serving size is. And and you know, with Best Bar Ever, you know, obviously you can open it up, you can eat half, you can eat in a quarter, you can eat the whole thing. It, it doesn't matter. But it's it's the first company that I looked at the nutritional uh, panel on it. And I, I understood every single ingredient that was in there. I agreed with every single ingredient that was in there. I like what they're trying to do with, with their brand and their products. And they continue to put out good tasting, you know, nutritional bars. So if that's something that, you know, sounds appealing to you and you're in the market for a new nutritional bar that, you know, is a great snack, or, you know, you just want to use it throughout the day, add it to your lunch, whatever the case may be, you know, I, I implore you to go over uh, to our website and, and use the banner. And that basically opens up the coupon code so that when you click on our banner and you put in Wake Fitness 15, everything links up. So it's it uh, it's not like somebody's using a, a false uh, code or anything like that. So, you know, if that's enticing, head over and, and check that out. But moving on to the fitness industry side of, of the podcast that I want to talk about. And, and lately there's a, there's been a few that's been going on for years and, and lately it's, it's gotten worse and, and I want to talk about it a little bit and it's overplayed and it's like beating a dead horse, but I have a completely different take on it that, that I want to go over and it's the feud between muscular development and rxmuscle.com. So anyone who knows the background knows that Dave Palumbo worked with Steve Blackman at Muscular Development. And it came to a point where Steve let a lot of his people go, and Dave Palumbo was one of them. So Dave went off on his own and started up rxmuscle.com. They do a whole bunch of contest coverage, they interview the athletes. Um, they have muscle in the morning, which just gives a recap of things that are going on in the bodybuilding and fitness industry. And, and Dave's doing a ton of great things, but Dave is holding this grudge 
against MD and Steve Blackman. And and honestly, what Dave is doing is only helping MD. And here's why. Dave wants muscular development to shrivel up, die, and go away. You know, MD is apparently not paying their employees, their, you know, their months or years, uh, you know, in the hole from, from not paying certain employees. They're getting rid of certain employees because they can't pay them or some employees leave, whatever the case may be. And Dave keeps bringing this up, you know, our, uh, MD this, MD that, MD's doing this. How can they do that? Why is, you know, Steve can't make it. But every time that Dave talks about MD, he is giving them free advertising. So let's think about this. So people in the industry know that Dave and Steve do not get along at all. So when Dave goes and talks about Steve or MD, what does everybody do? They go over to the MD YouTube channel They go over to the MD website. They go over to the MD forums because they're looking for a rebuttal from MD. So what does MD do? They put in their response and their rebuttal to whatever Dave is talking about over at rxmuscle.com. So then what happens? Boom. Now the light shines back on Dave Palumbo because now everybody wants to know what Dave is going to say. And sure enough, he fires back with something, whether it's a RX rant or, or whatever different show he decides to, to talk about it on. And it just goes back and forth. So I don't know if this is just a ploy and, and he's actually doing this on purpose because he knows that it's, it's helping both sides out. Or, or maybe Dave just doesn't have enough good content to talk about, which would, could be the case. But, but Dave is smart enough, at least you know from, from what I see and from what I know, that Dave doesn't need to talk about MD. Dave has done one hell of a job building and growing RX Muscle. In fact, I think that they're one of the greatest content sites out there. You know, they have their their YouTube, their all of the the so-called TV shows that they're doing. They have the content. They're interviewing all of the competitors. They they are in the forefront of the industry in terms of coverage. It's like them and NP, uh, NPCNewsOnline.com. Those guys are everywhere. And, and, you know, it's like MD, they're struggling to to find people to cover shows. They have Sean Ray going out doing all of these shows. And and actually, I think it's, it's hurting them having Sean do this. Um, you know, Sean right now doesn't have the best um, rapport in, in the industry. You know, there are a lot of people out there who don't like Sean Ray for, you know, whatever reason. They did them wrong. Sean talks smack about them, whatever the case may be. But the back and forth banter between RX and MD, Dave is only helping them. If Dave truly wanted MD to disappear, 
he would stop talking about them. Because he's the only reason that people are going over to MD right now. If you look at the the analytics between MD and RX, RX is completely crushing muscular development in, in every single category possible. And and you know what? It's it's a shame. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here in my office and, and I'm looking at a magazine on my wall. It's muscular development. It's got Dennis Wolf on the cover. And and I was in that issue. So I look at that, and when I first got into the industry, I used to read Muscular Development, I would read Flex, Iron Man, all of these magazines. I mean, I would literally wait at at the mailbox like a like a like a kid at Christmas, just waiting for the magazine to show up. I, I would live for the magazines. Like, come on, is it coming today? No. Okay, maybe tomorrow. Nope, tomorrow came, didn't get it yet. Maybe the next day. And then it would finally come. I would tear it open. I would literally read the thing from cover to cover. And back then, Muscular Development uh, was a huge, huge magazine. Hundreds of pages. I would read it cover to cover. I loved it. These days, that magazine, it's like a brochure. It, it, very little content um, it, and a heck of a lot of ads. Because it's the only thing that's helping to pay the bills and, and to help, you know... Get the the print media magazine out there, but with Dave, it's 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 cyclical. It's like every single time something happens, he's drawing more and more attention to MD. And if if he literally wanted to to just make them go away, all he had to do was stop talking about them. It's it's not a difficult concept. I mean, Dave can let his business speak for himself. I mean, it it can literally speak for itself. Think about it. Rx right now is beating MD in every single category under the sun. So why even bring them up? If if you're doing better than them, then let the business speak for itself. Say, so go ahead, look at the views. Look at the su- number of subscribers. Look at how many people are going to the website. Look at how many interviews you have. Look at this. Look at that. I mean, enough already. If anything, it's it's making Dave look unprofessional that he has to cover something so trivial and and something that doesn't even matter. I mean, all he's doing is bad math bad oh, if I can't even talk, he's bad mouthing another I guess you can call it media source in the industry. What's the point? I don't get it. Like you know what? I could badmouth different employers that I worked with in the past that I parted ways with, and and I can talk about all the things that they did wrong with their business and completely dissect them and talk about them all the time. But for what? For what reason? What educational value or purpose does that serve? I'm above that now. I don't understand why Dave keeps hanging on to this, like it's like it's news, like you know, this is. This is great journalism. It's it's stupid. Let your business speak for itself. Be professional. Part ways. Tip your hat. Say, I wish you the best. Under your breath, you can say whatever the hell you want to say. But enough. Nobody cares about it anymore. The only reason they watch is, is for entertainment value. They're not laughing at MD. They're laughing at you. How, how childish you look for constantly bringing this up. Every single, you know, media post, you know, social media post, 
You hashtag why cut back? Congratulations. You know, you're holding on to something that means nothing. All you're doing is having people go, oh, I should go over to MD, see what they're saying about Dave Palumbo and RX Muscle. I, I just don't understand. What's what's the point? What's the purpose? And I mean, we can move on to what's going on now between basically the whole industry versus versus Sean Ray. And you could throw Dave Palumbo in the mix again. Now, you know, supposedly at the Arnold, Sean Ray went up and, and you know, basically stole, supposedly, uh, Ashkenani, the, the 212 winner, from the Arnold, away from the interview that they were going to do with Dave and RX Muscle. So, you know, what does Dave do? Camera goes on, and he says, you know, and don't quote me, but this basically what he said was, under no circumstances are you to turn that camera off. I want to record all of this. And so what did he do? He went over and he confronted Sean Ray. Now, I will say this. Sean didn't act a fool at all. Dave was the one who was acting crazy. Not in a professional manner. And he's like, and you know, he wants to talk about how he did the right thing and he's standing up for himself and he's not going to take it and he's not going to allow MD to do this to him and blah, blah. Who gives a shit? I mean, really? Who cares? You know what? You talk about all weekend at the Arnold, you're blasting MD because they're too tired to put up their videos. They're too tired to put up their videos. Ah, it takes them days to put up their videos because they're just so exhausted from being at the expo and being at the shows. Who cares? Who cares? They're not going to... What you're saying is they're not going to put up that interview for the next few days anyways. So who cares? Let them do their interview. You know what? Take the high road. Who cares? You're going to do the interview. You're going to put it up probably within the next few hours once you do the interview. You're going to beat him anyways. Who cares who's first? I just, I don't understand why, why everything is, everyone just wants to like strangle everybody else in the industry. And, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not taking the holier than thou, you know, perspective of all of this. Like I'm the end all be all, but you know what? I trying to stay in my lane. I let everybody else do whatever they want to do. They can say whatever they want to say. It, it doesn't affect me and my business. I'm going to handle my business like I always do. I'm going to be professional. I'm going to put out good content. I'm going to put out stuff that's helpful and educational. I'm not going to go out and, and start bad-mouthing my competitors. It, 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 what does that? How does that help me? It's just free advertising for my competitors. Because you're going to listen to me. I'm going to talk smack on, you know... Company X or brand Y. And what are you going to do? You're going to go over there. Because you're going to be like, oh. Either A, you're going to say, I want to know what these guys are saying. Because I know them. Or you're going to go, huh. I never heard of them. I'm going to go check them out. So what am I doing? I'm basically taking, you know, my readers, my listeners, my fan base, my followers. And I'm basically pushing them off to somebody else. What a stupid idea. I mean, you don't have to be a genius at business. To understand that that's a terrible idea. You know, anytime you want to talk about your competitors, all you're doing is helping their business. 
because people are going to go over to the competitors and look around. So if you're talking products, if if I was at metrics and right now, you know, say I would be talking about, I don't know, let's just say optimum. And I want to bad mouth something from optimum. Uh, say, you know, their, their protein is way overpriced. You know, you should be buying, you know, our protein, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, guess what? You can bet that more than a handful of people are going to go over to a website that's selling Optimum. They're going to look at their protein. They're going to say, huh, yeah, it's overpriced, but man, they got a cool flavor that I never saw before. I'm going to go buy it. So what did you just do? You just made your competitor money. And the same thing's happening with between RX and MD and Sean Ray and the entire industry. All you're doing is advertising for somebody else. I mean, Sean Ray, who, you know, MD, they have a contract with Redcon, which is a supplement company owned by Aaron Singerman. And Dallas McCarver is one of the athletes for Redcon. And he just happens to be the only athlete of muscular development. And, and what is Sean Ray doing? Sean Ray is going out and being extremely critical of Dallas McCarver. He was critical of him when he when he guest posed out in Pittsburgh in front of Jim Mannion. He blasted him when he almost collapsed on stage at the Arnold Australia. But think about that. If I was Steve Blackman, Sean Ray would be gone. Not that not that Sean's probably getting paid right now anyways. I would I would just get rid of him. What 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 do you think is happening to the business when your your main sponsor and your only athlete is being you know torn apart and criticized by the company who's paying them openly in an open forum? He goes he goes on and you know in articles and in in his you know videos just blasts Dallas McCarver. That's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I mean, you're making MD money, and I doubt Dallas is getting paid by MD. I I really don't. He he might be, but from what I'm hearing, nobody's getting paid by MD. So it's like Sean Ray's talking smack about, you know, Dallas McCarver. He was talking smack about Kevin Lavroni. You know, he's talking smack about this competitor and that competitor. He's talking about. Chad Nichols, the the you know nutrition guru, and he's saying that you know he's killed all these bodybuilders and making these just outlandish statements that are so false, uh, you know, just truly attacking the man's character. And you know, Sean says it's journalism. Uh, you know, I get paid to speak my opinion. I get it, but there's a difference between giving your opinion in a professional manner and being a jerk. Unfortunately, he's being the latter. And it's just, it's so hard to sit here and try and do the right thing day in and day out. Put out good content, good educational content that people will read or listen to or watch that will add value to to their life, to their health and overall fitness levels. And, and do that every single day. And then just look around and just see all the junk, all the nonsense, all the stupidity that's going on 
in our industry, in my industry, the industry that I love, the industry that literally I, I walked away from a corporate job so that I could start my own business and live my dream and help this industry to the best way possible that I know how to do. And that's by writing and doing content and in being engaging and, and putting information out there. It, it literally just kills me. And, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm in a, in a dinghy in the middle of the ocean, just looking around with, with a bunch of sharks. I'm, I'm a small fish. Okay. I'm, I'm not an RX muscle. I'm not an MD. I'm not a flex. I'm not a, uh, you know, a livestrong.com. You know, I write for a whole bunch of, of these people. And, and I've done a lot of stuff with big, big, big names, big websites, big magazines in the past. And, and I respect everybody, but it's, it's like we live in a childish industry these days where it's almost like we're in high school and you have little cliques and little, you know, gangs that everybody's with. And you want to talk smack on this gang or that group, or, you know, you want to pick on these guys or, you know, those guys are the jocks and those guys are the nerds and those guys are the outcasts and those guys are the emos and this, that, the other. It's like, I almost feel like I'm in high school and I feel like I'm, I'm in the middle of it all just being in the industry. But yet, you know, I feel like I'm on the outside looking in because I want no part of, of any of that. You know, I don't I don't want to, you know, ever be a part of a supplement company that that is going to be, you know, sued, especially if I know what's going on. If, if I ever, ever work for a supplement company ever again, which, you know, I don't think is ever going to happen. I'll never be employed by another supplement company. Um, if I see something that I don't like or I don't agree with, I'm out. I'm out. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, I had to butt heads with metrics on a few things, you know, finally some stuff got discontinued and stuff didn't come out and, and whatnot. Um, I'm, I'm very opinionated, but it's in the best interest of the end consumer. I don't want to do anything that's going to, to harm the end consumer or not bring value to the end consumer. And, and that's just how I run my business. That's how I run my life. And, you know, that's how I am. Love me, hate me, you know, you could completely disagree with everything that I've said in in this podcast today. And I'm okay with that. You're entitled to your opinion. But it's not going to change my view. It's it's not going to make me change what I'm saying or or go back and reanalyze or overanalyze the situation. I mean, I've I've been watching it for months and years now. And, you know, it's not changing. It is what it is. So the only thing that that I can do and that I can control is is my business and what I do in the industry. And, you know, while I, I look at what's going on with the supplement companies and with different media outlets like MD and RX or, or different journalists like Sean Ray basically going up against everybody, um, it's just disheartening. And, you know, I would, I would love to see a change happen in the industry. I don't think it's going to happen, but I guess it's wishful thinking. But all I can do is control what I can control, and that's me and my business and what I do. I'm going to continue to put out good content, good educational content for you guys, because uh, I know you guys appreciate it. I, you know, I get emails all the time from you guys. Uh, some of you have my my cell phone number. I get text messages. Hey, I just listened to the podcast. I love it. Hey, I just saw your new article. You're spot on. Or uh, you know, I have people who email me. Hey, you know, 
I never, I never heard of you before, but I just read one of your articles and, and it completely opened my eyes to X, Y, and Z of how you looked at this situation or that situation or, or this or that or whatever. And I appreciate that. And, you know, that's why I do what I do. Um, I, it, you know, they say if, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I completely agree with that. I'm working more, more now and, and longer hours than I ever have. But for me, I, I love it, and, and there's nothing else that I would rather do, and it's all because of you guys. The interaction that I have with you, uh, my, you know, my subscribers keep going up to this podcast. I get you know, more and more views on my website every day. Social media is, is doing well. I get you know, new followers every day, people engaging, people saying that they like this or they like that uh, recipe I put up or that article that I had published, you know, whatever. And I appreciate that. I love you guys. You, know, you guys are the reason that I get up in the morning. And, you know, stand up on two feet and, and, and start walking into the office. I just, I love what I do. Now, granted, I need a little coffee in the morning to get me kickstarted. But after I get that, that caffeine in me, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm ready to, ready to roll. But I really don't have anything else to say. It's, this, this podcast is probably going on long enough. I got across all my points that I, I really wanted to touch on. And, you know, I just want you guys to look at the industry as a whole and, and, you know, Look at look at your moral compass and and don't change out for anybody. You know your morals, your ethics, your character. Don't change that because a, a brand you support or a, a bodybuilder or an industry figure or whatever is is trying to change the way that you think things. If if you agree with me, that's great. If you don't agree with me, that's great. Um, you know it, it just opens up more dialogue. But you know, I, I want to get information out there that's helpful and beneficial to you guys. That's, that's truthful. And, and I want to, you know, just talk with you guys, go over some things that are, that are on my mind. Cause I'm sure some of you guys are, are seeing and hearing the same things and, and you're, you want another opinion, a third party opinion, you know, outside of, of any of those brands or companies that, that things are going on with. And, uh, and I appreciate that. So we'll finish it on that. Um, you know, I'm looking to get this up on Wednesday, so you'll probably be seeing this Wednesday, the 29th, uh, it'll probably go live around noon, but thank you guys for checking in. Uh, I, you know, I love these podcasts. You guys are great. If you like what you hear, if you agree with me, disagree with me, indifferent, whatever, let me know, head over to social media again, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything is Wyke Fitness, W E I K fitness. So check it out. Uh, engage with me, follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Head over to the website. I got a ton of new content that's out there. Uh, literally every single day, new content is going up on the website. So whether you go over to the blog or you go over into uh, the content tab, everything is archived there. So archive podcast. So if you're listening to this, you'd like it for the first time and you want to go back and listen to a few others, either you can subscribe on iTunes. This, you know, this podcast is on iTunes. Just, just look for Wyke Fitness in the search and, and click subscribe. And again, it's, it's free, so you don't have to pay for anything. And uh, if you're over on the website, you know, check it out. There's different interviews, different articles, podcasts, uh, different magazines that I'm, that I've been in, different websites, uh, just tons of stuff over there. Wikefitness.com is the website. Thank you guys again for checking in. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.